<laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is Windley Mania, and I'm Andrew. And with me is my little boy, Devin. You mean I'm little boy? The little boy. You're a little boy that's like, dude. It's <laughs> funny. I'm bro, just bros like, dude. Well, you're dude is like, bro. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we're here by ourselves. Uh, we meant to do this Saturday. Yeah, we were gonna do uh, we were gonna do a Royal Rumble episode, but uh, <laughs> the uh, what we recorded ended up being just as or equal or just as or even more boring than the pay per view itself. So we uh, just kind of tossed it. Right. Uh, I mean, it was a five hour show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> started at like eight. It wasn't very like an exciting five hours. Not at all. And and we ate uh, a lot of chili. Yeah, we ate a lot of ch- Garrett made chili, and I had diarrhea. Me too. Yeah. It, the thing, it, it was good chili. It was really good chili. It made me like. It made me really like cozy. And yeah. then like the fact that what we were watching was so boring made me just want to kind of go to just sleep. Snooze. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it, we were all asleep. <laughs> we were all kind of just like fighting sleep because yeah. so. Made for a not good podcast, but we're here today. Mm-hmm. Just you and me, man. Just you and me. Um, I put sriracha in my chili. You did? Yes. That's why I had diarrhea. See, like, I thought it, it wasn't, like, spicy, but I thought it had, like, just enough heat, like, by itself. I wanted more. Well, of course you did. You're a heat guy. You I usually am. like to add. Right. Yeah. Just... I don't usually add a lot of hot sauce to stuff. And uh, I think the mixture of that and then like a big dollop of sour cream and some cheese. Yeah. And the Yoohoo you drank. I did. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I drank uh, kind of cold Yoohoo, not really. Yeah. It had uh, about four ice cubes in a, <laughs> in a cup. That's, I don't think that's enough. No. Because this was like hot Yoohoo. You it gave was, me hot. It was room temp. No, you stuck it in the microwave and then. No, it was room temperature it and it rode in my cold car for like 15 minutes. And then you got so. to the place and you went dee, 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 in the microwave. <laughs> and I was like, here's your fresh Yoohoo. Yeah. And it was chunky. Yeah. I got it from Dollar General. Why do they sell them in three packs like that? I couldn't this find any cartons. other. Like, there was no other. Yoohoo at that Dollar General. I was like, well, this is what he's going to get because I'm not stopping anywhere else. And I already had to get the saltines for the chili. So. You had to get salt. He didn't have any? No. I thought he had crackers. He had club crackers, but. uh, You needed saltines. I just put crackers in there. Yeah, I don't usually do that. I I just, I just like my chili with a, you know, a spoon Mm. and maybe a little bit of cheddar cheese. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's how I do it. Mm -hmm. He told me the whole process of how Wendy's does their chili. Really? Yeah, they get like the meat they don't use, and then they freeze it, and then they heat it up again. Hmm. And but they like heat it up with like a hose. They they take it outside, and get the hot, hot water running from the hose, and they just like spray it like it's a like it's a riot. <laughs> For some reason, that's what he said. And they just put it in a hot. His words, not put mine. It in a hot bucket. But uh, yeah, hey. the Royal Rumble was pretty bad. Um, I I feel like Royal Rumbles are supposed to be like pizza. In a sense, like, where like even, even if, if they're bad, bad they're good. good. This one was yeah, top to bottom, whole show was uh, not great. Yeah, uh, it, the, the they're setting up for WrestleMania this year, literally the same WrestleMania that we saw in 2018. Uh, I, well, I mean that that main events. It's it gonna be Brock and it's gonna be Brock and Roman and like Becky and they, they didn't do it in 2019. I don't remember. It feels like decades it, Yeah, ago. I can't tell what year it was. I remember we were at Garrett's when we watched it, because that was when, that was when uh, Garrett ate the last jalapeno bobber. Right. Uh, and uh, that that didn't end well for him. Well, I don't really remember much from that night, because I kind of blacked out. Yeah. From the fury. <laughs> yeah, you were pissed. Right. But yeah, that that was uh. Yeah, that was the uh, yeah Brock and Roman. Main event, and then I think was that uh, Becky, Charlotte, and uh, Ronda Rousey. Sure, something like that. Same crap. Four years later. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> made me money. Yeah, you, you made can, out good. You can bet on the Royal Rumble. And, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, you should pay us all equally. No. You should, because we all had to watch it. So we all kind of won with mm, you. But I don't know. We're like a, we're a family. You yeah, share the wealth. I don't know. Give me your money. I don't I don't mess with that that bankroll a lot. I don't I don't take anything out often. Mm. And I'll never add anything. I haven't added anything in since I made that account. Really? So you yeah. just kind of play with the same money? Yeah. That's smart. Cuz uh, responsible Cuz I don't really care that much. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, the the last time I watched one of those pay-per-views was for Extreme Rules and I did I was going to do that in one podcast. Yeah, I remember. You were talking about that. And um, I had all those. They didn't. They didn't. I ended up not doing the podcast. <laughs> um, so I took all those notes. And I guess it's technically a review on winleyhub.blogspot.com. If you oh, wanna. yeah. You did put it up. I got all these fucking. I, got, I did like two things for two different shows. And I was like, well, you know. Got to know what to talk now, about. So. <laughs> So, uh, do you have a favorite Royal Rumble? Uh, I haven't watched all of them, and I can't remember which ones I've watched. Mm. The first one that I watched was uh, 2016 or 17. That was the first time I ever watched any wrestling. I don't remember that one. That was, we all went. To, that was one of the. That was the first time we all went to Garrett's. Mm. I don't remember anything from it. I think, like, I think John Cena and AJ Styles was a match. Okay. Was that the one that's like their uh they made a big deal because they didn't go like outside the ropes. Like I guess people were making a big deal about it. Yeah, and then uh It was pretty good. I remember that. I, think, I do uh, remember that one. I think Roman Roman Reigns was number thirty. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure especially what was that twenty sixteen you 2017. said? Twenty seventeen. Uh, I'm sure so people were really people were not happy about that. Because that. that was the year uh Roman beat the Undertaker Mania. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah, God, that, feel, that feels that like, feels like ages ago. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that's another lifetime ago. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm big on the '92 uh, Rumble. '92 uh, Rumble. Yeah, that was like the first one with actual stakes. Because the prior ones, it was like well, the like 1988, the first one. Mm-hmm. It was like whoever won got to got to be in this tournament at WrestleMania. And uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan from Lugoff, South Carolina, <laughs> he won and he got, I think it was against his, it was like a first round, he had, it was against like, I think Big John Stud maybe, which would be kind of interesting because Big John Stud won the second one, but he lost like in the first round of that uh, tournament. But 92, that was like they had, they had vacated the the WWF uh, world title and uh that was up for grabs and uh there was a lot of like it, it was pretty smart how they did it because there was a lot of different people obviously it's the royal rumble 30 people yeah but there was like a a bunch of layers and depth in their card at the time and people had different issues with each other and uh you know uh bobby the brain heenan was like managing Ric Flair at the time. Ric Flair came number three, and his commentary in that whole match is like hysterical because he's like rooting for him. There's like a point where like Ric Flair and Roddy Piper had issues, and uh, Ric Flair like clears the ring, and then Roddy Piper comes out and he's like terrified. And then there's a point where Roddy Piper helps him, and Bobby the Brain Heenan's like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not a. It's not a skirt. It's a kilt. It's a kilt. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. And then there's like the you know Jake the Snakes and Macho Man has issues, and there's like really like subtle things like when Macho Man enters, he's like immediately looking for Jake the Snake, but like you can see there, there's a camera angle where you can see like the entrance and then the whole ring. You can see just like Jake the Snake turn around. And then drop down and roll out the ring, and Randy doesn't see it. Mm. It's pretty good shit. I like I like that subtle back back when it was good. Back yeah, when it was and no one's like screaming watching. at you over like no one on commentary is screaming at you because like thinking you like you're fucking like ten years old. Like I don't know. Look at what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that's the that's the famous uh, Ric Flair ends up winning that. That's the famous tear in my eye promo. I don't know if you ever heard that one. I don't think I watched that one. He said with a, with a tear in my eye. With cocaine in my nose. <laughs> cocaine in my with nose. Tons of cocaine. Chlamydia in my balls. Chlamydia in where's, my balls. Where's chlamydia stored? Chl- chlamydia is stored in the balls. Oh. Hey Siri. <laughs> but I, I like that rumble. I can ramble about. I can ramble about it. All <laughs> like a whole day, episode man. about that. I can rumble. ramble about that rumble all day, man. You like? You're, are you a rumble rambler? Uh, just the 1992 just one. Just the 92 one. All the other ones gonna hit the bricks. That's exactly what I would say. <laughs> um, I don't know. The one we watched recently could hit the bricks, but anyways. Yeah. Who 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 fucking knows? Did you uh, hear the new Penalty Box album? I've heard it like a. About ten times. Ten times? I think I've listened to it's been it. Out for a week. Yeah, I've listened to it a lot. I think I've heard it three times. I think I say ten, but it might be closer to nine. Mm. Our friend's penalty box from Raleigh. Raleigh. Yeah, we've well I feel like they're our friends, even though we've only met yeah, we've only, only met Gordy. Gordy. <laughs> we only know Gordy, but I'm sure those the other two guys are probably pretty cool because they make cool music. So they can they're they're our friends too. Shout shout out to Penalty Box. Yeah, what? I don't know their names, but their their album Hedgehog's good. Hedgehog is really good. I uh, even there's not a hedgehog on it. No, I, well, is there? I don't think so. It's just a big big giant robot. There's a lot of art. Yeah, and all the all all the art is like different like Gundams. Is that what it is? Okay, because here's the thing. <laughs> I was going to ask, why is there a giant robot on their album cover? Right. I remember when I first found out about Penalty Box, uh, Gordy shared the one song. What's the... But this isn't a movie. Oh, Whiskey. I'm not making fun of the guy's voice. I like it. <laughs> I, that's just... that's a, He has a great, like... It's like Tom DeLonge. What yeah, it's it's kind of like there's two it, vocalists. I was gonna there's two go, vocalists. I was about to go on a rant about. I was gonna give Penalty Blocks their flowers. I was gonna go on a rant how much I like them. Yeah, like so I'm not. This no, is very genuine. I that was yeah, me, those, that those, was an impersonation <laughs> from the heart. Yeah, like they probably like they they all right. They either would love the comparison or they would be like kind of sick of it, just like the Blink One Eighty Two comparison because. Yeah, yeah. Two different vocalists with two different styles, kind of trading off different verses. And they work and stuff so like. and well they work together. So well together. They sound great together. Yeah, I don't it's know their names. Awesome. Do you know their names? One of them is Jake. Uh huh. I think, and I only know that because uh, I actually don't know how I know that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Well, because they were on the Lunchbox Hero podcast. Well, just the, that's just, what I was going to say. Because yeah. I I remember listening to that the the the. the what what's it called? Friendly neighborhood musician. The, yeah, your friendly neighborhood musician. Which I mean, I wish that would come back. Yeah, they should do more episodes of it, and we should trade podcasts, which I've already <laughs> talked to Ben about. And we just never have. We've just not done it. I really enjoyed that show. <laughs> it's a good show. I learned so much. Yeah, it's really cool. But I remember on that penalty box podcast, they said something about it being a concept album. Yes, I did see. And it like, was a rip off of uh, Neon Genesis. Ava- Evangelion. Evangelion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the anime with the penguin. Yeah. So um that's what that that's what that the show with the giant fucking robots and shit. That's what it's known for, the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> the penguin I remember from the clip in like one of the last episodes. I've never watched it. It has been uh, quite some time since I. But like the, the, their uh, their references to everything kind of make me want to like check out all the stuff they're like talking about because they they reference Evangelion and they reference High Fidelity. There's a couple other things they reference too, I'm sure. And I'm just kind of they're kind of slipping in my mind. But it's like probably you know, check these things out. I think my favorite track, going back to the Blink One Eighty Two comparison, there's a track. Um, I'm bad at song titles. That reminds me of something that would totally be on Neighborhoods. Um. Is it, it's uh, after High Fidelity. 
Destroyer of Worlds? Mm, it's not that one. Are you talking one's... about the one that's like... Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, I think it's Drowning. Yeah, Drowning. Yeah. yeah. Destroyer I... of Worlds, oddly enough, sounds reminds me of something off of Size Matters by Helmet. <laughs> I, I I honestly had that same thought. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It I sounds, was like, this song reminds it me sounds of Helmet. Like, it sounds like, like Crashing chorus? 4 in Cars. Yeah. It reminds me of that because there's the screaming and then there's like... There's the... like that weird ambient like dissonance with the, with the guitars and stuff. Yeah, and I know exactly like what the... you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of crashing foreign cars, and that's why I said this sounds like it could be on Need for Speed Underground. Oh, because I think well, that, I was referencing Oak City Fires. That that too. That, that, that one, both of those songs could where he yells "fuck twelve. Yeah. <laughs> which I, when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh, sweet, a new Penalty Box song," <clears throat> and also some other factors I won't get into. But um, <laughs> uh, I was like, and I heard that song and. and if you're already an established penalty box fan like myself, you uh, you're very kind of like you're you're thrilled with it, but you're very confused because the Hat Trick EP. I think those three songs are just like master class, mm-hmm. like great songs. Yeah, and then like Hedgehog is too, but it's like those threw me off a little bit yeah. in a good way. I was like, whoa, yeah. and I was with uh, Justin the other day, our friend Justin. Not Justin that's been on the podcast. We have another Justin in our lives. <laughs> and he's listened to the Hat Trick EP. And we were list- I, I had had it on in my car the other day. And it was on not Oak City, the other one, Destroyer of Worlds. He said, this doesn't even sound like the same band. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's crazy. They kind of like threw some other, other stuff in there. They kind of go all over the all over the board. Which is kind of weird. Like, here's the thing. It's very like when bands do that when they when they have like songs that are completely like different sounds mm-hmm. it almost across it, it comes across like very like try hard and you know they're just like really wanting to be different but when I listen to this band I I like mainly through like some of the like the the very like blatant lyrics that they have is it's it, they come across as a very genuine band, yeah. And I think that's like true when it comes to like some of their like when they get a little heavier and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was saying, Oak City Fires reminds me like that that hook in it reminds me of uh, like a Rise Against song. Yeah, yeah, I hear that too. And then it gets just crazy, and there's mm-hmm. like explosions and shit, and there's sirens and shit like it's a rap song. <laughs> <laughs> But uh <laughs> no, I know what you mean though. Like they're they are really like genuine, like hard on your hard on their sleeve kind of band. Cause like you tell how personal some of the lyrics are too. Yeah. You know it's you know it's real. Sure. It's real 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 shit as a <laughs> Yeah. As a uh, a musician musician I, I guess music. as a colleague of ours would say. <laughs> right. That's real shit. That's real shit. That's some real shit. Real shit. But uh I don't know. Do we gush about it enough? I could keep going, probably. I mean, but <laughs> Hedgehog's good. Hedgehog's definitely really listen. Good. I, I would say like, definitely listen to Hedgehog. And I know this is. I don't mean to sound like, you know, they should like when. I know it's like a newer thing, and people should be proud of their new thing. But I definitely think if you like, like pop punk music, Hat Trick EP is like essential listening. Yeah. That was like one of my. I didn't listen to like a lot of new albums that came out last year because I'm just real bad at doing that. I right. kind of like to stick to what I know because I'm like an old man sometimes. But like out of the new albums I listened to in 2021, that hat trick is like one, number one or number two. Probably number one because I listened to that a lot. Yeah, I didn't listen to much else either. <laughs> I listened to like. Like new why. I, I listened to basically everyone in North Carolina who was coming out with new music. <laughs> Yeah, so, I listened to like a, as many local bands to like the state, like South Carolina, North Carolina, as, as I could like find that was putting out new music. And it was all good, but yeah. this was just like on a different. This like, stuck out, yeah, for sure. Like they can take over the fucking world if like the if the right person hears them, they should they should be making millions of dollars, or at least like hundreds. <laughs> we'll start at hundreds. Yeah. I think every band deserves to make at least hundreds of dollars. Sure, we should all strive for that. 50 bucks. Yeah, I think also like if you listen to Hat Trick EP and then listen to Hedgehog, it probably it's probably part of the concept. 
Now, I don't know if there is. I don't know. I just (laughs) just remember that detail. I didn't know if they were, like, bullshitting or whatever. But then, like, I see the robot on the cover, and then they're, like, doing the shit with high fidelity. Did you watch the music video? Uh, Yeah, when the guy had the sword or whatever. And then they've they've been hashtagging it with concept album. Oh. I think they... So it is. It is. Is there going to be, like, a comic book, like, (laughs) Coheed? Except hopefully this one doesn't... Like, readable? (laughs) I don't like the Coheed. Did I ever talk about that? Uh, not on the podcast, but my, I know how you feel about him. Like my favorite band, but goddamn, this book's <laughs> wasted so much money. I was t- <laughs> terrible. I was talking to someone I work with about that because he likes Coheed too, and he asked me if I had read the books, and he had kind of like asked about how the concept went. I said, "Dude, I don't have that much time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, "If you want to, like, you can, but just just like the songs. Like the songs are enough. Like." The artwork in the books is cool. Oh no, the artwork's great. The artwork's awesome and you know that 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 like tells a better story than the the um words in the on the page. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like those books. Yeah. That's that's something that comes across try hard. See, and that I think if penalty box had a comic book, that'd be genuine. Yeah. But the the Amory Wars that's try hard shit. <laughs> Translucid's good when it comes to that guy's comics. I did like Translucid. I liked I liked Kill Audio too. Kill Audio. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Is f- pretty good, but you know. Yeah. It reminds me of something I can't remember what if, the comp was. If there's any, uh, if there's any like diehard Coheed fans that listen to this, uh, don't. Come I'm sure out. it's don't. understandable. Like, well, there's like there's some that are like you know, you can't. Can't say nothing. <laughs> you can't. You can't do say nothing. nothing about Coheed. It's like, well, as a fan, I don't know. Like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Penalty Box. Penalty Box. Great band. Great band. Uh, go. We, we need to play some shows. Purchase with them. Hedgehog. I need to go buy it. Yeah, I need to buy the. They have it on a flash drive, and apparently there's more stuff on the flash. Drive. Oh, really? Yeah, they put it on a flash drive, and then like they they launched a merch store. Which I think I'm gonna do. Merch. I think I think I'm gonna do with us. Just a really, I just, I'm a, just really. I don't care if it sounds like I'm like you know blowing on their dicks. I don't care, man. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about this, the good band because there's only like there's only like ten good bands, five hundred good bands, yeah. <laughs> and they're one of them. Yeah. So yeah, go look them up. It's penalty box, but there's no vowels. Right, right. Yeah, because if you look, there's another penalty box, and I think they should fight. I haven't heard the other one. I think there is another penalty box, and they're probably they they can't be as good. So, um, yeah, yeah. baby. <coughs> uh, what was I going to talk about? I don't know. Penalty oh box? yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm doing this thing. That's con- I've been wanting to do it for a while, and it's. It's called Third Gen Chronic. And what? you're looking at me very confused, but I feel like I mentioned this before when I when I first wanted to do it, and I'm really disappointed you don't remember anything about it. You might have mentioned you you have a lot you have a lot of like ideas for things you want to try to do. That's true, but I'm actually doing this one cuz it's it's very um I know I have the Winley Hub. Yeah. And and I do uh, sometimes I'll type a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and I'm going to go, no one wants to read this and I'll delete the whole thing. Um, but uh, this is like more of like a, uh, for my personal enjoyment, it's third gen chronic, which it's, I'm basically going through, this is going to be like either, I'm just saying that it exists just to say that it exists. I don't think anyone listening to this is particularly interested. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But I'm going through each of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. They had there was the third generation who debuted in the ni- early '90s, and they went on to like, you know, obviously wrestle for the past like 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm going through each of their careers year by year, and I'm writing all about it, and oh. hopefully doing some uh, like full. There might be a few like podcasts where there'll be like a sh- random show review, but it's mainly oh. about these guys. Oh yeah, I think you mentioned you have mentioned that. So. If anyone cares about that, probably not. Something but I'm just there. doing it for fun and to uh, to 
Get it off your chest. Get it. I don't know. I just have all these tapes and stuff, and it's like, and I like writing about wrestling. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I can't. Cont- I I've, I've written a lot about wrestling on the damn Winley Hub, and it's like, I can't. I don't want to keep doing that there. I need to get it out in a different way. Yeah, because you got a lot more. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Thirdgenchronic.blogspot.com. If you want to look at that, and that at thirdgenchronic on Twitter, and I'll have all the links there. But I was just nice. mentioning that. But yeah, winleyhub.blogspot.com too. Hopefully, there'll be a new Squat Tomb review coming out soon. Oh yeah. And uh, hopefully, there'll be a new Real World. I gotta watch a movie I don't like. I, I, I gotta, was gonna send you some stuff, but I gotta. I still gotta watch the new Ghostbusters. I feel one? like I've, there's another one. The Afterlife. Oh, I thought that out. already came out like two years ago. That came out this past year. The one that came out like four <laughs> years ago was the one with all the chicks. Wait, the one with all the chicks. The one with all the girls, the ladies. The oh, lady with uh, Leslie Jones. Yes, Leslie Jones. Okay, could have just said the <laughs> Leslie Jones Ghostbusters. Could, yeah, <laughs> that one's hilarious. I've never watched it. I've never seen it. <laughs> you just like Leslie Jones? No, I, the most I've seen that the women's Ghostbusters was I was in Kilgore Trouts and there was a bootleg copy playing on their TV in there. Nice. Yeah. I was like, nice. Great. Sweeted. It's a sweeted copy of Ghostbusters. What's that? Sweeted. What's that mean? It's sweeted. It's from Sweden. That means it's like, better. It's Be Kind Rewind. Oh. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a long time. Sweet, it's the, they're sweeted. It's not You know what's funny about that? That's like sweeted. one of the last things I ever rented from my Blockbuster. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It was either Blockbuster or Hollywood Video. Be kind of rewind. I never went to Hollywood video. That one was I don't think we had one. I don't think we had one here. No. Not not there, in my lifetime. There might have been one before I was alive. Well, when I was when anytime I'd be at Graham's, they would like in Elgin, down two notch road, mm-hmm. Hollywood video was like closer up the road oh. and Blockbuster was like a little further down. So we'd always end up at Hollywood video. And I think that place is like an eye doctor now. And like they still have like this like the crazy like like the buildings still shaped, like, yeah. like all spiky and stuff. There's a, um, this was a long time ago when I went, but there's like a thrift store in Surfside. It might have been a Salvation Army store, but uh, don't know why I was there when I went. I don't never go to, I don't really go to thrift stores or anything. Anyway, it was in a what used to be a Blockbuster, and the they still had like the 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 clipboard thing that they wait. Where was this? This was in Surfside, and the they had the signs on the door. Had like the the movie like what are those board things called when they go Mark take one, oh clip. The, yeah 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 <laughs> those things it's from Blockbuster yeah it had like the Blockbuster like that's signage. a sweet it's a Salvation it was a Salvation Army like four or five years ago I don't uh, know what it is now probably vacant because <clears throat> I was trying to remember I went down to a a thrift shop in Merle's Inlet and I'm pretty sure I saw a painting in there by someone I know wink wink. Yeah, and uh, I was like, "What was that doing here?" <laughs> but um, anyways, um, shit, man, shit, man. You can probably hear our special guest drummer this evening, Chad. Yeah, he's a uh, he's out here practicing. Yeah, and he like the thing is, I saw him do this the other night. He pulled up, he got out of his car, he went into the unit, the light came on, and then just drums immediately. Like he just start, he just gets in there and you know fucking fuck around or anything. Yeah, he doesn't he fuck around like us. And he plays drums like nonstop for like three, eight, four hours. I don't know how he does it. And he drives like he drives like eight he, hours to get here. Yeah, he drives like eight hours to get here. He yeah. lives in like I think he mentioned that when he was here mm-hmm. that he's uh, he lives in Georgia. He lives in George George Georgia town. <laughs> yeah, baby, we're on a roll, man. On a roll, doing good. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, something that I kind of stumbled upon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, do you do you go on YouTube.com? Yeah. Do you like? Do you ever just like click the recommended videos on like the side of the screen? Like, like if they, you're like watching something like, else, yeah. Then, there's related yeah. videos or whatever. I'll scroll through them sometimes, and if I see something that makes me just like look at, it, like, what the fuck is that? And then I'll click on it. Did this happen to you? It, it did, but it was like after like I kept on clicking. I was going further like and wormhole, further like and further, <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's this? What's that? 
And I honestly, I think I'm subscribed to this channel called The Curiosity Show, mm-hmm. which was an like a children's program from like the 70s and early 80s in Australia. And it was these two guys and they just kind of like do really basic random stuff with like physical science. Hmm. So like they'll do like it'll be like about like illusions or whatnot or how to make like very specific design. I don't know. It's very you have to look it up. But the theme song's great because it's like curiosity, curiosity show. And they're all, both Australian. It's like, have you ever wondered how come rags are like this and not like this? Well, here, back in the 1700s, rags were like this. And it would be like that. And it looks like it, that's, I don't know. Just they, just, like they will answer any question you have. And this was a show from like, you know, nearly 50 years ago. <laughs> but anyways, I, I was I kept on clicking. I saw different stuff, and for some reason, this this show from the late seventies, early eighties in Australia called the Curiosity Show, and clicking and just clicking and clicking led me to the nineteen ninety two pay per view slash home video home release for Howard Stern's Butt Bongo Fiesta, and I was like. <laughs> I don't know what video I was watching at the time, but I look over to related videos and I see uh, Howard Stern's butt bongo fiesta. Is it Howard Stern's ass? No, no. Well, no, but I don't. Uh-oh. I'm not interested. Well, here I clicked on it and I watched like 10 minutes without even really thinking. And um, like it was, a, I, I guess, like, I don't know. I'm not, well, Connor's not here to explain the Howard Stern lore. <laughs> he's a Howard, he's a Stern head. He's very Stern. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really know much about Howard Stern, but outside of like, you know, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice Green, Green. And, you know, I've watched some random interviews. So I'm not really familiar with a lot of his past. I didn't. I didn't even realize how long he's been doing this thing. He's been in the game forever. I had he's no like idea. one of the last like true like radio hosts that are like still working consistently. <sighs> yeah, it was like him and Rush Limbaugh, right? And then Rush Limbaugh <laughs> sure. kicked the bucket. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Jesus Christ! You shit! I farted. But anyways, I I I don't. But there's this was his uh. It was, I guess, it was a pay per view, but then it was like a home video release. Uh, again, called the Howard Stern's Butt Bongo Fiesta, <laughs> and I watched the first ten minutes, and it was sort of like an, a, an intro, and they, it was like this sound stage, and I guess like an audience. I'm not really like there was the audience participation later in the main event of this special, this fiesta, but yes. Um, and I didn't, I didn't really know what was going on. But you had Howard Stern and you had Robin, and then you had like like a bunch of like random people that were like featured on the show, and then a bunch of like women in bikinis, and it was this like very like poorly decorated soundstage. And he, he's like explaining like there's this segment where they go and ask people like what do you want to see on the street and it's just like a bunch of random people like yeah man i want to see some big titties in my face I was like i want to see howard in a jungle suit and it's like shit like that <laughs> and it's that, that that was pretty much the two popular answers and then it goes this is where I, I this is the only segment well that's not true i watched the last segment because i needed my answers questioned <laughs> i watched the first segment of the tape called Jungle Man and the Adventures of Big Naked Sloppy Titty Women in 3D. 3D. Yeah. And <laughs> I I don't know I don't know how many people have watched this tape, but this is you're either on two sides of this. Either you're going to think this is the filthiest, just stupidest thing you've ever seen or this is the most wonderful, funniest thing you've ever seen because it's pretty funny. Like, <laughs> like it's pretty bad, but it's pretty funny. Um Essentially, like, there's a caveman, and then he raises a baby who's it's it, it's he raises the baby who becomes Jungle Man, mm-hmm. and in a Howard Stern in a jungle <laughs> costume, and there's like a woman who's like in distress. Oh, it's the whole thing's in 3D, so like you you have to hold 3D glasses, like the red and blue ones. <laughs> I guess kind of like the picture's not in 3D, but they have like 
little bugs and snakes that are in 3D. Uh, it's really <laughs> dumb. And he has to like untie this like cave woman who's like kidnapped and then she's like, "Oh no, look out jungle man, it's the it's the big naked sloppy titty women in 3D." <laughs> and it's just like a bunch of women with like very grotesque prosthetic breasts. Uh, like chasing after Howard <laughs> and she, oh he goes to like set her free and he like farts in her face and there's a bunch of like 3D gas clouds yeah um, like green like yeah things. and yeah that's like basically the like they get away from like they release like dogs and pigs on the the big titty sloppy naked jungle women <laughs> and he gets away but I recommend watching this, honestly. This Anyone that right likes, if you're a big comedy fan, I feel like you'd get a <laughs> kick out of this. Uh, the tape also featured um, <coughs> Guess Who's the Jew with Fred Norris, who was like a regular on the show, as Kurt Wildham Jr. and Daniel Carver. Daniel Carver was a former Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, and then they had they had that same guy rate various ethnic groups, the which KKK I don't recommend guy? that part. If you're, uh, I don't, I wouldn't recommend that part. I guess. Um, but the main event, I did watch the main event. Um, it was it was the uh, the butt bongo fiesta, mm-hmm. and it's essentially like Howard is like a leader of like this. Uh, mariachi band and there's a mariachi band playing and also robin is like the hostess and he grits people from down the audience and they essentially like it's him it's like they'll pick a guy and a lady and the guy like smacks the lady's bottom and play it plays it like a bongo while the mariachi band plays (laughs) (laughs) and that's i don't know i just felt like i i I didn't know that uh howard stern Broke through the the to whole media in that in that aspect. I know he did the the private parts movie. I've never seen that. I think I, I caught it. I caught like half of it on Comedy Central like ten years ago. So I basically have never seen it either. Hmm. So, <laughs> but but I, I, was I didn't know think- they did. I didn't know they did like pay per views like that. I thought he was just like radio show. I didn't know he did like yeah. Like and there's that. more tapes too. I mean, I I, I I think this would be like like a thing to like sit down and watch. I've never seen. Uh, there's negligee and underpants party. <laughs> My computer. There's the U.S. Open Sores. <laughs> uh, there's the Butt Bongo Fiesta, the Miss Howard Stern New Year's Eve pageant. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's great. And that's that looks like that's it. There's three or four. So I mean, yeah, I learned a new thing. I didn't, yeah, I did too. I'll have to check. I'll have to check those out. Um, it sounds like a sounds like a good 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 thing to watch. It's it's it like fun it's for like the whole fun for the whole family. whole family whole yeah. family type really, thing. Really yeah. really good for the whole family. To um, so I called out for some uh, questions to be asked. Mm-hmm. Um. I have some questions written down. I don't know if you wanted to check if there was any more. Uh, I don't have internet. Oh. Uh, I can go get up and check real quick. Let's sure. See. Let's go get up and check. Devin's going to go up and check, and I'm just going to remind everyone at home to uh, go to at Windley underscore band because uh, on the on the socials because, I don't know, there's a lot of cool stuff happening soon. And... Uh, you know, some music, some shows, some butt bongo. Uh, com. Read a new Squat Tune review soon, hopefully. I'm hoping. Can't really rely on Garrett that much. Um, is there any more? That's uh, fine. Because I got a few questions. Okay. <clears throat> From at Greatum Tatum, 
Does Connor believe in long stick theory like Jim Bonham? Jim Bonham? I think he met John Bonham. Long stick theory? Like uh, Led Zeppelin. Do you know the long stick theory? (laughs) No. (laughs) So John Bonham was, obviously he was the drummer for Led Zeppelin. You know, very influential drummer. Yeah. You know, uh, everyone loved him. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Bonham probably loved it. Was there a Mrs. Bonham? I, well, I, I'd imagine there had to be one point because they did. He did procreate, so he probably had a. <clears> that's right, his kid. So I mean, yeah, who, yeah. So there was a famous Led Zeppelin album in 1973 called "Houses of the Holy," mm-hmm. which had a very signature drum sound that people for years tried to recreate. Um, some coming close, some just failing miserably. But the secret to it uh, that people don't really realize, there's a bunch of different theories and stuff, but the long stick theory is like the is like a kind of like more obscure theory. And that's when Eddie Kramer was the main engineer and he mixed the House of the Holy. And I'll, I'll, he, it, it, allegedly this is, was his idea that he advised John Bottom to do on House of the Holy to get that big drum sound. Huge. You probably, I mean, you've heard the songs on that record. Yeah. I'm sure they're on the radio. <clears throat> um, so, he, uh, the average length of a drumstick is about 15 to 17 and a half inches. If you're a drummer, like myself. Yeah. But with the long sticks, it's usually about 32 to 47 inches of drumstick (laughs) and that creates (laughs) you get more velocity when you because the sticks longer you're sitting back you're sitting back your pedals are adjusted so you you know you're farther away from the kit but that creates more sound to travel because your your body is not present towards the kit and also your sticks are longer so there's more velocity and gravity working and more you know just more direct mass cuz the stick is a little heavier cuz it's more wood <laughs> and so the sticks fly down really hard and, and thus the long stick theory about well did John cuz there's no evidence of how they recorded house of the holy like it couldn't have been like there, there's no like how how like the mics were placed or what kind of room they were in? Right, it's it was long sticks. And the the theory comes from Eddie because Eddie Kramer's involvement on the album, but Eddie Kramer also featured. This is true. This is actually true. The other stuff isn't actually the true? stuff. Well, the other stuff is a theory. Yeah, it was a theory. Okay, but this is actually true, and where the the theory kind of gets the basis from, Eddie Kramer was featured on a on a little record in 1967 called the Magic Magical Mystery Tour mm-hmm. by the Beatles by the Beatles <laughs> <laughs> And on <laughs> he was an additional featured musician he played vibraphone This is true I I believe The theory I is a theory I'm pretty I'm leaning towards this and that's why I think we should get a bigger space cuz we can perform we could we could sort of experiment with the long stick theory, mm-hmm. um, but Eddie Kramer w- played vibraphone on the Magical Mystery Tour album, <clears throat> and apparently he had a conversation with Ringo Starr, who's in the Beatles, and he said that he he said "Oi, Eddie," this is the worst. <laughs> that's Ringo, that's my Ringo Starr, by the way. That's just any British guy. Oi, Eddie. <laughs> No, I won't do the voices. I feel like that's getting a little dragged out. He basically asked Eddie to use longer sticks on the vibraphone. So actually, Eddie Kramer was using sticks that reached about five feet. Because, I mean, the Beatles in 1967 had enough space and enough money for stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, Eddie Kramer was playing the vibraphone with these five feet, foot long sticks. And the tone, if you listen to the Magical Mystery Tour, the tone from the vibraphone is is heavenly and so he 
was inspired to continue using that, but only on special occasions where his budget saw fit. By 1973, Led Zeppelin was raking in the dough. They could afford Eddie Kramer. And so they were like, all right, I believe in you guys. Let's do the long stick. Now, does Connor believe in the long stick theory? Uh, Tatum, I do not know. <laughs> I wish... Uh, I feel like... I feel like he would... Uh, he's he's pretty open-minded. He would probably say, uh, makes sense to me. Yeah. <clears throat> It actually does. It makes a lot of sense when you put it that way. It just kind of. It, it sounds kind of. I'm. I was laughing because it just. I was just imagining these. You know, super talented musicians using these comically uh, long sticks and mallets right. to create these masterpieces of albums. Sure. Just because it's, it's a funny image to think, like, you know, how serious <laughs> it must the- have been in the studio environment, and here comes Ringo with these, or here comes John Bonham with these giant uh, drumsticks. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> from, this is from at Nam Tom Bot. What's the fastest you can drink a soda? This, I guess for everybody. Um, yeah. The fastest I can drink a soda? Yeah. I don't know. It depends on how badly I want to drink a soda. It like, depends on the soda, doesn't it? It does. Because, you know, sometimes if you drink the, it like. The pop. Depends the, on the pop. The pop. Like, how fast can you drink a soda? It, again, it depends on the the pop. It depends. Um, if it is, hmm, I feel like if it's a fruitier drink, it's a little the tartness of like a code red Mountain Dew or a cheer wine. Mm-hmm. The the thing about cheer wine, especially in bottles, it gets and in, I guess in general, cheer wine towards the end of the cheer wine, it gets kind of gross. So I drink that pretty fast. Yeah, it's kind of got this like weird like. It tastes like backwash. Yeah. Usually, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I can drink a can of Dr. Pepper in at least 45 seconds. That first sip of the Dr. Pepper is really good. Yeah, it's easier out of a can. Cans a lot quicker. Yeah. Cans a lot quicker than a bottle. So I can kill a can. And kill a can? I can kill a can. Kill a can? Kill a can. But I'm drinking this um, this other beverage they have. It's called it's called a water. It's water. Good shit. Man. I've got a uh, large McDonald's Coke, and that's taken me. How long we've we been recording? About about fifty minutes. Fifty minutes. Okay, so I've been drinking this large Coke from McDonald's for about an hour, and I'm like three quarters of the way done with it. So cool. Depends on the pot. The, the the McDonald's Coke does have crack cocaine in, in it. Yes, correct, yes. Much like the other products that McDonald's offers. Their whole menu has crack cocaine in it. Yeah. It's the crack cocaine that does it. it that would make sense because, like, there's so many McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And, like, you think about when McDonald's got popular. Reagan administration. They invented cocaine. They invented crack right? and cocaine. Yes, they to, to it makes sense to me. Yeah, and this is like they said, "Well, well, 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 we'll give it to we'll give it to the fast foods, and the, right. the people will eat it because America's on the go." I like to think of uh, ever seen Phil Hartman's Reagan? He yes. only did it a couple times where he was just like <laughs> he was like just like back to work. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so thank you, Nam Tombot. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> at <laughs> Grap My Rope 72. Grap My Rope? Yeah. <laughs> he asked, or she, probably he, because of the name and also the question, because you're wanting to grap my rope. I can only imagine what that might mean. Is Danhausen good or bad for AEW? Um, I'll let you take the reins on this, Andrew. I know I know how you feel about Danhausen. Um, I think uh, it's a good question. Uh, for people who don't know, Danhausen is um, well, AEW is a wrestling comp- company. Um, I enjoy them for the most part. I think I've been to a few of their shows. I've always had a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danhausen is a uh, he's a, he's a He's a wrestler. 
Um, he's a comedy wrestler. And his gimmick is that I, it's like he's like Transylvanian. Yeah, he's like this Transylvanian, like possessed by like a, like some, some weird sure. demon or something. Um, I don't particularly care for Danhausen. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not really, I don't know what it is, but I, I don't, when it comes, I, I don't, I'm not super uh, deep into the comedy wrestling because I, I I like comedy, but when I watch wrestling, I like to watch people beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> and I, I don't know. There's something about my when it comes to my enjoyment of that, I enjoy people being mad at each other and wanting to beat the shit out of each other. Um. But I th- I honestly like I don't really care for Danhausen, but honestly I think it's like he's not gonna be um like in some indies they would book Danhausen like on top of their cards and stuff. I I don't need that, but I I think it, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be funny. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be. He's not gonna be like pushed in the main yeah. event or anything. No, I don't. He's think- just gonna be like some like little like random show up sometimes. Probably not in any prominent feud type of yeah. situation. He makes a lot of fucking money for what he is. Bags of money. <laughs> bags of human bags? money. Okay. That's you like the Danhausen? I've seen some of the Danhausen stuff. I I, I, I like it just like <clears throat> on the at the surface level. I was like, that's funny. He was on Conan O'Brien's podcast. Yeah? Yeah, because Conan O'Brien Was he do was he doing the gimmick or was he No, he was he was just like his name's Donovan. And so Conan O'Brien does Conan Didn't O'Brien he get needs hurt? a fan. Huh? Didn't he get hurt at one point? Conan O'Brien? No. Dan when uh, Jay Leno uh, came back and took the Tonight Show, I think. Besides uh, that, Dan Housen. Um, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't really. Is that why he does the, the comedy thing? If that's true, then, you know, that makes sense. That w- and, and, then that's fucking great. And, and good on him for, like, figuring out how to, like, still, <clears throat> you know, make bags of human money, as he says, so he can buy a blimp. <laughs> he wants to buy a he wants a blimp. Um but yeah, I don't I I just people were uh it uh I guess he debuted last week mm-hmm. and people were, were either very excited or very upset. Yeah. And uh Grap My Rope was just wondering if it was good or bad for DW. I think it's honestly it's like if it if it doesn't become like a thing where he's getting like a huge prominent role because there are some things on dynamite where it's like, this does not need to be, you guys have two hours. Mm-hmm. I don't think you, you also have like th- four other hours to feature your guys yeah. across different spaces. I don't think this belongs on your most important two hours. So, but I mean, if you can, he's going to rake in cash. Yeah, I, I thought I thought the debut. See- I thought the debut just kind of was funny because he was just like under the ring and he just came out with a chair. Yeah, <laughs> when Adam Cole pulled it out. But uh, yeah, I think it's like it's it's fine. Yeah, love that uh, Danhausen. Devin loves the Danhausen. I could. You, I don't really. You think he can? He, you said I'm I saw sure he's a tweet. nice enough guy, but <laughs> it's just not my. It's not for me. Because I like to watch people get. Does he get ever get really upset and want to beat the shit out of someone? I'm not sure. I would like to. I need to watch some more. Cause I've I've only seen like a few clips. Like I didn't I I didn't hear of him, like through any wrestling that I've watched. I didn't see him until like I saw him on Twitter one day. Like that's how I found out about him. I would see him randomly on Ring of Honor, but even when he was on Ring of Honor, he wasn't ever. They they did the right thing in presenting him, and and not li- he wasn't like. You know, a central part of the roster type of thing, and I don't, I don't think that will be the case here. So I don't think people should be too worried if they're, if they really, if they don't like, if Dan they absolutely, because I don't absolutely hate Dan, the Danhausen, but I know there's a lot of people that do, and I don't think they need to get too worried. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be, it's gonna be okay. <clears throat> it's gonna be a. Okay, you should be worried about Jeff Hardy entering. No, oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that they just made me nervous anyway because they're like, you know, they're gonna, but like they're never gonna stop. The Hardy Boys are gonna wrestle no. until they're they're gonna be like the next. They're gonna be like Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like for real, 
something. That you know what? Good for them, I guess. I mean, if they're if they're happy do it to do it and they feel like they're able to do it, then why the hell shouldn't they do it? Right. Who might have stopped them? But I just hope they don't get hurt. So thank you, Grap My Rope <laughs> seventy two. <laughs> Uh, this one looks like it's more geared towards you, buddy. Oh, yeah. uh, at Reggie Mooses. <laughs> Reggie Mooses? Or it might be Reggie Moses, but I think it's Reggie Mooses. Maybe uh, maybe Moses was taken, so he had to be Mooses. Yeah. Top four bass players. Top four bass players? Yeah. Um, Carl Alvarez. From Descendants. From Descendants. And all. And all. Uh, these aren't in any particular order, by the way. These are just like me spitballing. Uh, Tony Lombardo, also from Descendants, because he was the original. He was the OG. Right. Without him. And uh, without him, there really wouldn't what, be Carl Alvarez. What's the one with all the to- Tony age? Uh, he did. Is there a, a song with all Tony Lombardo songs? Yeah, uh, Tony All. Tony All. Yep. He like something like someone. He just wanted to make an album, and Bill Stevens is like, "I'll record it for you." <laughs> it's good. I <laughs> yeah, like it's it. really good. Um. I know there's other bass players I like. Um, Mike Durant from Green Day. Really? Yep. Top four? He's in my top four. He's top three? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, dude, he's up there. Because, like, when I heard Longview, I was like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Interesting. Uh, who else do I like? I only I got one more because I got three on my mind. <laughs> well, who that who are they? Who are they? Are they do a top six? Okay. Um. Today. Today. Yeah. Matt Freeman from Rancid. Yeah, he's all over the place. He's all over the place. He's, like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of nuts. Like there's only like there's a minute and a half of this song, and he's like gonna play like <laughs> I, I got, seven minutes. I worth got of an music. entire bass to play in this uh, <laughs> thirty seconds. Right. And uh, you know, I'd be I'd be inclined to include uh, Mike Todd and Zach Cooper, both from Code and Cambria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you like better? Probably Zach Cooper. That's fair. He, I think he 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 kind of I, I, when we make eye contact <laughs> when he plays. I've made eye contact with that man while he's playing bass. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But he looked we at met me. met him he a was, few times. He was looking at me. No, while he was playing. He was oh. Looking, he was looking at me. Oh, just a straight face? He was looking at me, like grooving. He's like, you should come You should come get some of this pooper. He winked at me. Oh, okay. Yeah, this super duper cooper pooper. Sounds like you got the hots see. for him. No, no, no. He's a cool guy. He's a great bass player. Yeah, he's really good. Like I, yeah, I, I do like the, the cooper eppard. More than the, uh, and um, than the Todd, Todd Eppard. I think the I think the Cooper Eppard they they both play with like the same amount of feet. But the Todd Penny, that's pretty good too. Todd Penny is pretty good. If you ever yeah. listen to the, some of their live, like the Never Ender DVD is kind of the the shits. Those, <laughs> those those ladies. Yeah. And like that was when I think Claudia Sanchez was smoking like eight cartons of cigarettes a day. So yeah, they were tuned to drop Z <laughs> yeah. for those. Uh... But there's some other tapes that I've listened to where it's like, man, that's good. That's really that's they're really playing. And then there's some other times where it sounds like dookie. I'll be honest. Yeah, it was like towards the end of that run. I think it was because of the D rugs. The D rugs. <laughs> but um. Yeah, those, a sip of the those, water. Are, those are some of my favorite bass players. Mm. Like Reggie that. Mooses. Red, thank you, Reggie Mooses. I don't know who my favorite bass player is. Probably uh, <clears throat> I don't really like bass that much. I don't blame you. So no, no bass player. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Why are you looking at me like that? Nothing. Hey, Les Claypool. <laughs> Les Claypool. Someone made the argument that, like, 
And it's kind of valid. Les Claypool created a generation of hack bassists. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of, um, I forgot who it was. They made like a video, like a 10 minute long video ranting about this. Just like created a generation of people that want to play like Les Claypool, but you can't. You, no. can't, you can't play like Les Claypool because you're not going to like, it's just going to, I don't know. He's just, just so, you know, unique. I like how he walks around when he plays. Mm-hmm. He's like real real tall and lanky and he kind of walks like Ministry of Silly Walks. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. Well, um, do you, uh, is there anything happening soon? No. <laughs> uh, well, I think we've got a show. We, we're we not booked until March. So keep an eye out for stuff that we're doing in March and April. Yeah. Because we've got stuff in the works. Um, hopefully stuff with a band we gushed over for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, that's already been in the talks. So hopefully that's going to happen. Uh, yeah, we just kind of been. We're just gonna chill. We might record some more. Hopefully, and, uh, hopefully we can have a song out by next week. Next week? Yeah. Oh. No, I mean that'd be crazy. That'd be nuts. Wow, that'd be weird. If you had it like mixed and mastered and everything, that'd be strange. That would be strange. Who knows? Who knows? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> you know, my birthday's right around the corner. It'd be a good birthday present for me. Yeah? Yeah. How about uh fucking, how about, I know I can get for your birthday. I'm going to kick you right square in the ass, my friend. How about that? My nope. boot up your cheeks. Nope. Huh? Nope. Huh? You're going to take me to Twin Peaks. What's that? That's the booby restaurant in North Oh, the North new Myrtle. booby restaurant? Yeah, the booby restaurant next to Hooters. Oh. Or behind Hooters. Well, f- Never mind. Um, what? <laughs> no, I. <laughs> ah, never mind. Yeah, go to uh, Twin Peaks. Uh, shout out to Katie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't there, but uh, shout out to Katie. Um, so I guess that that's Winley Mania. This is uh. This Were there no more Twitter questions or Instagram questions? I mean, I didn't have any more. Did you have any? I didn't see any online. I didn't know if I didn't know. I just had a few. I mean, we're not really a. Not, we're not popular. Not really a big podcast. No. Uh, and, you know, we're just doing this for fun. Yeah. It's really therapeutic. I like I it. think, at least. It makes me feel good. Like I like hanging out with, uh, with, I like hanging out with you. Yeah. Anyways, so you can go to at Winley underscore band on socials. We got a bunch of stuff like uh, the like Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, um, uh, Bandcamp. We we'll have um, some goodies. So you can give us money soon. Yeah, I might. Uh, we got we got some new merch on the way. I'll probably make a probably make a whole new store instead of just having the Bandcamp store. True I really that. Like, I don't really like the Bandcamp. The Bandcamp store can hit the bricks, bro. But you know, you can still you can still all our music on there is is for like name your price. Yeah, just put a zero. You can put zero dollars, and you can give that money to uh, Penalty Box. Yeah, buy their buy buy Hedgehog, buy Penalty Box. It's a fun time. Uh, this song. <laughs> I love that song. Um, Winleyhub.blogspot.com. If you're, uh, you know, I, I like the, the best way to describe what the stuff you could find on Winleyhub.blogspot.com is stuff to read while you're taking a dump. There you so, go. If you've ever taken a dump. Definitely. When you're on your phone, go to Winleyhub.blogspot.com to... Enjoy, uh, for some reason, the human brain has to be distracted while pooping. Yeah, th- th- there was a time where uh, we didn't have to do that. Sure. It's, it's weird to think about. <laughs> this is so boring. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so bored. So bored taking I gotta shit. play fucking Castle Clan on my phone, <laughs> whatever that game's called. And uh, thirdgenchronic.blogspot.com. For all you Puro nerds out there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That's Winley Mania. Hey, look. The theme song's the coming theme up. The theme song's coming up. I want to see if I don't even have to edit this anymore. Let's see how long we can hold it. Because uh, yeah. I, I used an old file to record over. Come on, Let's baby. See. We're almost there. Come on. 
The theme song well, is coming. Wait, doesn't it? Uh, you fade it, right? Yeah. So do we have to keep talking a little bit? Hold longer? on. It's about to start. It's about to start right now. Okay, so then like go. it it kind of like fades. It fades. Uh, it like starts to fade in slowly. There it then, is. And, All right, baby. And then we fade out, don't we? No, we don't fade out. We just kind of like hard cut. We just kind of hard cut. Yeah. Right about now. Okay. Well, not now, but. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this is like weird. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>